This episode is brought to you by Dubak Steakhouse. Dubak Steakhouse. I want my Dubak, my Dubak, my Dubak, my Dubak, my Dubak Steaks. There's <laughs> nothing a little music can't help. Rock in, rock in and roll in. Down to the beach I'm strolling. Why, you slimy, double-crossing, no-good podcaster. You got a lot of guts coming here after what you recorded. Welcome to episode 30 of yes. Voice of the Rebellion. Episode wow. XXX. Ha. Oh, this Sexy. is the one where you can tell yeah. us your dirty stories about Poe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Eric got me a Poe action figure for mm-hmm. my birthday, and I've now put him above my bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of hidden away a little bit because I don't want my wife to see it, but, you know, <laughs> we all know why he's there, though. Yeah. You gotta have that eye contact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta get it going somehow. So I'm Mark. I'm Gabe. I'm Eric. Yeah. So we've got Eric back on the show. He's making a regular appearance. Wow. Um, um, please tell me there's a fan letter from Brian. There is. Oh my God! Really? A fan letter. Oh. From Brian. And this is the first time that Eric will get to experience. Mark, I know. Right? So. Okay. Or no, he did before. Okay. Voice of Rebellion. I'm sorry for being absent these last few podcasts. It's okay. I forgive you. Just give me some I feel I've offended a host of VOR, and I put myself in self-imposed timeout. I'd like to first apologize to listeners of the podcast. Sorry, CJ. (laughs) (laughs) Next to Mark. I feel my actions have punished you the most. Please forgive me. Lastly, I'd like to apologize to Mark's co-host. I feel like I've overstepped my. Tell me by name. I feel like I've overstepped my bounds and made him feel unwelcome. I come to you as a humble listener, asking, no begging for your forgiveness. I'm not sure what I did or said to make you feel uncomfortable, but I'm willing to atone for my missteps. I can wash your car, mow your lawn, babysit, walk your dog, or smoke some ribs for you. I'm willing to do my part to get Brian back on the podcast. (laughs) What are the rest of the listeners willing to do? Brian, I'm truly sorry. Please come back to VOR. We truly miss you. The podcast flies better when Chewie and Han are together. Hashtag bring Brian back. Hashtag join the resistance. Okay, so Brian helped host one episode yeah. in Bahrain when I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. But he must have just fell in love with his charisma, him and Mark's banter. Yes. And it's kind of like Mark's banter. Mm-hmm. And you cry a little bit and Mark banter some more. But yeah. here's the thing. Mark and Brian didn't banter. They just agreed with each other the whole episode. Because everything I said was correct and he knew so. Okay, but don't you want someone to at least there to put down to make yourself feel better about yourself? I do. You need me there. Yeah, we yeah. need to put him down. Okay, well, we'll make sure to double wait, down. I wasn't like encouraging it. I was no, saying, like, like, recognize my like, use. We'll be doubling down on putting you down. No, 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 episode. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you like the punishment. So, Brian still hasn't even acknowledged my existence, <laughs> and it's killing me. He is not. <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Brian, please. Please. <laughs> All right. Moving on. And by the way, Eric, this is two different Brian's we're talking about. Yeah. One Brian was the one who recorded right. with me in Bahrain, yeah. and the other one is the listener who's been on the podcast. So we actually had two Brian's on the podcast, but um, I digress. But all right, Brian, can't you just see that you and I are like Ray and Kylo Ren? Like we're opposites, but at the same time, we need each other in this kind of yin yang 
You don't. Relationship. No, no, no. You're more like and you're more like Ray and Poe, where like you've only actually interacted with each other once. <laughs> yeah, but Poe likes Ray. He likes Finn more. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't mean, start this. Here. You know what you both are like. Here's the thing. <laughs> You're C-3PO, and yeah. you're R2-D2. Yeah. All you do is whine and complain, and R2-D2 does all the cool stuff. So what's it's Brian true. in this? I have a jetpack. Brian's the one watching C-3PO act like a fool. He just watches. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is yeah. garbage. This is complete garbage. I wish it was okay, R2-D2. But can I point out that without C-3PO, they wouldn't have been able to do a lot of things. Okay? <sighs> they could have gotten a lot more done. Yeah. No. He got them out of a jam on Endor because he got the Ewoks to be on their side. Listen, if if Luke had just used the Force as it was intended, he would have just fried all those Ewoks' brains with the Force and then just gotten out of there. Then they wouldn't have had the Ewoks' help for the battle, you idiot. Oh, yeah, because they did so Good much. Good lord. Yes, they distracted them. Oh, my Distracted God. them long enough that they could plant the explosives for the shield generator, which allowed the Death Star to be attacked from the they inside. You idiot! It's Star Wars. They would have figured it out. <laughs> you have to have some little... Bear baby monkeys running around <laughs> with a little handkerchief over their neck. No. Mm-mm. They're not even strong enough to build those weapons. And you know what? Ancient aliens probably brought their ass down there, built them their little high-up tree forts. They worship C-3PO. That's the only reason you like them. They're intelligent enough to have had fireworks after the, after the um, battle. No, because yeah. what I really believe happened is You're that the idiot. rebellion got them the fireworks. And it's like, ooh, look at this. Because the rebellion like, had time to just have fireworks they laying did. around? Yeah, yeah, they do. And then They just, they, they just bring up to every battle they thinking they'll win. They're going to win. <laughs> it's, it's part of the morale. And then you have these little bear notice, monkey cubs. Notice woo, woo. they did not use those. The fire, you did not see fire, any fireworks getting set off after Hoth. Why? Because they lost. They didn't think they deserved those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the Ewoks are highly intelligent, all right? They made trap. They trapped yeah. Luke and Han Not in that highly, trap. But I mean, they can yeah. make traps, so they can do enough to at least distract the Empire. They're useful, and I don't know why you're you're shitting all over them for no reason. I'm just saying, because they're little monkey bear babies. <laughs> they're little monkey bear. Ba- they're no Wookies. I'll tell you that. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're better than Wookiees. I feel like if a Wookiee took a crap, it'd be smarter than a <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, Let's okay. move on. So we've only got one real piece of news, which is that Bob Iger, this, the CEO of Disney, has said that they're going to pump the brakes a little bit on the Star Wars movies. Um, not that they're going to stop making them, but just they realized that having movies come out every six months, like... From Last Jedi to uh, Solo, not a good idea. They're going to space them out a little bit more, which I'm fine with. I'm fine getting a Star Wars yeah. movie every three years as long as I get a Star Wars movie for every three years for the rest of my life. Yeah. No, I'm good so, at that. It makes sense. Yeah. Because um, I think they're, I mean, they're worried about one, Star Wars fatigue, because like mm-hmm. Solo came out six months after Last Jedi, which was, I think, too quick. Yeah. They um, should have at least like made it a Christmas release. And I don't understand because like... it. I think it was like they just were tired of delays on Solo. So they yeah. just wanted to get it out, which is like, a dumb reason. Like, you could have waited till Christmas and yeah. it probably would have performed better. Yeah. Um, definitely. But I think it's good that there's a year and a half between Solo and Episode 9. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, no one will be fatigued by that point. Exactly. Although, you, you have, it remains to be seen if any of the dumb Last Jedi haters will, will come back for it, but I'm sure they will. They absolutely will. It's like, will. yeah, you will. Yeah. It's Star Wars. You're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. If you came back for all the prequels, you're going to come back for this. Yeah. Like, 
Though I wouldn't mind if they did because I don't think it would if they didn't come back because it's not like it's going to actually impact the no, numbers anyway. Oh yeah, actually I saw something today. Um, the the biggest selling Blu-ray so far this year, Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> people are buying this yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need yeah, those few on the internet screaming like babies. Yeah. Um, so that was the only news we yeah. had. So, so instead, I'm going to do a segment where we just get to know Eric because he's going to be doing this with us more. You've got like 26 yeah. episodes to like that they've gotten to know. Yeah, like, yeah. Gabe, they know so. our preferences and we need to know yours. So my first question right off the bat, Eric, is who is your favorite character in Star Wars? I would say currently right now is Poe. Yeah. And is I know that, he's is more that recent. just because of the sex appeal? No. Okay. But the thing is, um, I loved Star Wars as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like episodes one, two, and three very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I liked, you know, the original Star Wars. Um, but I never felt like I liked one character over another. Like, if I had to pick one from back then, it'd be Princess Leia. Okay. I don't know why, but I, yeah. she was just badass. Well, yeah. Um, we did a... Who was the best character in Star Wars? She um, came in directly behind Darth Vader yeah. as the best character. She so, came in second. So. Um, but I would say, you know, right now, uh, I just like Poe's character. I know he's not. Yeah. I love. I just back. love Poe's, like, we're going to do this attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah! Yeah, he's he's not a scoundrel. He's, like, completely dedicated oh, to the yes. rebellion. He's just got attitude about it. Yes. Like, his, and, yeah. it's like, and I think that's appealing because it's very different than what you've seen. In, in yeah, you don't really see a really charismatic person like that yeah. in the other films. Yeah. So he's unique, okay. definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you agree that Mark is wrong to like Han Solo? That's my second question. The character? Yeah. Yeah. No, here's the thing about Han Solo. Because he's a scoundrel, I think, especially in the beginning, too, he's, like, almost the most likable character. No. You're so right. just hear me out. Just hear me out. <laughs> because people are like, oh, man, I want to be a scoundrel like that. That's yeah, kind of thing. But when I see, like, okay, my I have issues with Luke. Because Luke is like Kylo Ren. He throws his little temper tantrums. Okay. He just finds his way to the good side. Yeah. And Kylo did not. Uh, but I like. I feel like in the movies he's just whining. Why do I have to pick up this plane with the fours? Rush, well, man. <laughs> just do it. Okay. This little midget green guy is telling you what to do. Just do it. I agree. He's a little. He's he's really whining in New but, Hope. He's a little bit whining in Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back. But you have to agree he's not whining in Return no. of the Jedi. But that, his character arc went through. But Han Solo, I think, is yeah. is uh, he's not all good. Right. And so you have this, you know, Luke and Leia are fighting for something. Mm-hmm. And for a while, he feels along the right. And I think a lot of people gravitate towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just an empathetic character. I mean, like. No, I think uh, that's why relatable. people like him. Right. Yeah, that's a relatable character. Yeah. Yeah. So I do agree with Mark. Yeah. There we go. But you don't even think he's like slightly overrated? You know, even a little bit? Like this obsession with like just scoundrel for scoundrel's sake. Like there's some people who take it too far. Well, apparently he's not overrated because Solo did not do that well. That's true. So, that's a good point. But that might have been just because Harrison Ford wasn't in it. Yeah, and Harrison Ford is so. And Harrison yeah. Ford is over. Damn charming. Well, no, <laughs> no, he's not. No, he is though. No, actually, as an actor, he is. He plays the same character in every movie. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. he picks the role. But he does. He but he does such a good job at playing himself. Yeah, like, that's fine. The same but... thing with like if you ignore all the crazy stuff with Tom Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is an amazing actor at being Tom Cruise. He always plays the same character, yeah. but he's just really good at it. When he starts, like, he shouting have... and, like, shaking his fist, like, right at the climax of a movie, you're like, yes! Go, Tom Cruise. Do your Tom Cruise-iness. All right, let's move on to the next question. Uh, your favorite Star Wars movie? 
That could be a hard one. Sometimes it just depends on mood. No, it's uh, it's the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, cliche. It is cliche, but it's, it's like but it's it's such a good movie. holy crap! The bad guys are getting ahead now. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever seen. You know. So yeah. Well, then, did you like Last Jedi then? Because it's kind of the same thing. Uh, no, I did like Last Jedi. You liked it, but not but in the same way as Empire. No, because it wasn't exactly that way. Because. I didn't like this whole interaction with Kylo um, being a whiny the whole time and why she wanted to get all close to him. I don't – just kill him, man. He's bad. <laughs> kill him. She was, she was trying to save the resistance. She felt the best way to save the resistance yeah. was have him co-opted from the what inside. What does she know? No. <laughs> well, clearly nothing. But I know. I just – I felt like uh, – um, I don't feel like the bad guy – Got ahead. Like, I feel like the way Luke went out was amazing. Yeah. Like, the think about the power it would take to project yourself that far mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so, I, I, you know, things like that I liked. I liked that he uh, um, kind of turned his back on it because I just think, wouldn't you if, like, one guy had killed all your peeps? I think what's, what's, what's groundbreaking about Last Jedi. So, like, people think that Empire Strikes Back is groundbreaking because, you know, that guy's mm-hmm. one in the end, sort of. Um, what's groundbreaking about Last Jedi is it's the first time you see the villain, like, straight up reject redemption. Like, he had a clear choice, and he chose not. Mm-hmm. Like, a good moment to choose yeah. the light. And so he's just bad for, like, bad sake. Mm-hmm. Like, But I hope he he's is... really good bad in the next one and not, like, whiny bad like he has been. Okay. Right. You killed your he father. Can mature to, you yeah. killed your other mentor. That's true. He shouldn't be whiny because he's you're not beholden to now. anyone. Well, you, yeah. Get your crap together. Come on, buddy. Right. Because he wanted to be like a wannabe Vader the whole time. Right. And he, so he, he felt Vader. like he couldn't live up to it. So he's whining all the time. Now he's his own man. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Empire is your favorite, uh, your least favorite. I assume it's one of the prequels. I would say it is. Episode three. Really? Really? Episode three? Of the prequels, episode mm-hmm. three is your least favorite? Here's the thing. I hated Jar Jar Binks. But yeah. about that, the first one, no matter what anyone says, there's this nostalgia about it. Sure. Because you're like, holy crap, they haven't made a movie in so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and the pod racing was great. Yeah. And it starts out very, you know, a very simple mm-hmm. plan or whatever. They had a, you know, Darth Maul was just looked cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one, it just... Here's the funny thing about the second one. I don't know, remember a lot about it. Yeah. I remember that, um, but it, it, this whole idea that there's a spinoff from it and stuff like that makes, in my head, me think that, oh, this isn't a bad movie at all. Yeah. Um, it's valuable because it... The um, last one, I just... What it created. Yeah. 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 I just couldn't get over... You know what? Uh, it's mean to say... They didn't do justice, I think, to the character, mm-hmm. Anakin. Yeah. I think that all of a sudden you're like, why did he go bad? Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this a lot, actually. And yeah. so um, it, it feels like this real bad um, split. Yeah. That all of a sudden he's going bad now, and I just don't see him as Vader. It was very mishandled. Like, in literally in the span of five minutes, he goes from turning in um, Palpatine to Mace Windu to killing children. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Like... It's just so, I mean, and his motivation, like they say his motivation is he wants to save Padme. So how does killing children save yeah. Padme? Like it doesn't, just, it's just not. It was yeah. too far. It yeah. was too quick. And I, I just had a lot of issues with yeah. 
that. So yeah. See, for me, you and McGregor in episode three totally makes up for those failures because I just enjoy watching him. Yeah, he is really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. So who or what is your favorite lightsaber, lightsaber battle? You could say You know, that. it's gonna be I know it's gonna sound so cliche. Um because it will, but uh, it would be when uh, Luke loses his hand. Yeah. Only because mm-hmm. you're like, what did they just do yeah. to the good guy? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Then I feel kind of cheated that they put a robotic hand. But like right away too. Yeah. Like I kind of, I kind of hoped. Yeah. Like I, I would have been, I would have been happier if, like, when he showed up in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. that he had, he had a hand. hand. Yeah. But like, but that would have then then left you like. I, I wasn't alive when the right. when it came out, but like would have left you for Either like three years I. being like, I watched them. Later. You just like chopped off the hand of the hero, and like yeah. there's nothing. But instead, it's like five minutes later, he's got his hand back. Yeah. yeah. But one thing too is like the reason why he puts his they show him getting his hand poked mm-hmm. and his hand reacting is because when he puts his arm around Leia, that's his robot hand, and they wanted it to not be super like <laughs> creepy and weird. Then why so not they, just put them opposite of each other? Because they wanted to, they wanted to show him like, even though he's like, like part robot now, he's still like got that emotional kind yeah. of connection and stuff. Okay. Um, but Maybe yeah, well, that, and, and that fight is really great because like Luke has some really good one liners against Vader, mm-hmm. and they have the whole like underlighting with the orange. The, the aesthetic the, of the whole battle, I think, is the yeah. best. Uh, I, yeah. but I will say close. I know it's weird, but from, uh, the last Jedi, when they're fighting the red guard, mm-hmm. like it just, yeah. everything was red. It was just like, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so these two battles that we mentioned were in our top two when we did what's the best lightsaber battle oh, episode. Yeah. So yeah. I've got we're on the same yeah. page. You're allowed to stay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have like a favorite scene like in all of Star Wars? Hmm. For instance, mine is when Luke throws down his lightsaber and he says, no, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. And mine is Yoda's luminous being is our wee speech. No, I wouldn't say that. I said, the, I know, this sounds really dumb, but the one that sticks out to me the most. You, it's okay. You, we're used to it. By you now. keep saying every single one of your things you're choosing is yeah. like cliche or dumb. No. What's your like, favorite? Go for it. I Okay. And it has nothing to do with speech or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in The Last Jedi. Yeah. When they're flying down and they're cutting that, that dirt and it's making this yeah. red line. Yeah. It's the most, probably one of the most memorable things yeah. out of all the movies. It's so because iconic. Because it looks so awesome. Yeah. Well, what, they, what they were saying when they um, made it was that by having this like pure white planet and then it's like getting these like red gouges right. in it. It's like the planet itself is being mm-hmm. wounded. And also it's taking directly from... A, an old samurai film from like the 1960s where you saw a bunch of samurai and horseback running through like these um, these like clay plains mm-hmm. and it was knocking up red dirt behind them oh it, and and a lot of um, Star Wars is based on these different like mm-hmm. samurai films from the 1960s and stuff I could see that I, so the thing that it reminds it. me of is I don't even know the names of it but these plains down in South America mm-hmm. where they have all the lines the Cascara plains I think they're called or something like that yeah. where they have all the different lines mm-hmm. and the, the reason is because of the the climate they can you know tread through here create mm-hmm. these lines 
uh, uh, they don't know why, but mm. they can only see from the sky. But create these lines, and they will just the stay there. lines. Yeah, 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 Nazca, yeah. 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 They will just stay there. And that's every time I hear that, I think of that or yeah. see that. I'm like, mm. that would be some awesome lines right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like lines. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, your favorite lesson from Star Wars, or in general, what meaning do you get out of Star Wars personally? I like the whole lesson about the Force, that it always seemed to me that it's okay to be mad, it's okay to be angry, but you can't let that be the driving force. Mm -hmm. The driving force needs to be something good, Mm. to be better than what you really want to be. And I like that idea. I just think that don't get me wrong. Wouldn't I'm, that make you like Luke more, though? Because no. That's ba- he basically embodies that lesson? No. I would like Yoda more. Because Yoda, I think, taught him that. Yoda didn't teach him shit. Whatever. <laughs> we went over this last episode. Anyway, Yoda was the worst mentor. He probably was. But the thing is, I, I like that idea. I don't yeah. like the... I understand the battle. I think the way that they it was portrayed with Luke seemed very odd to me. Just seemed very, it seemed whiny. That's what bothered me. What part? Just him like, what? Like him. Oh, he's getting mad. Why do I have to do this? Well, well, you have to clean the damn house because that's what your chores are. Okay. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's coming out of a desire to be, you know, to be on an adventure elsewhere. Well, I know, but these are human to the planet. There's the thing like to me, like Luke embodies all these human qualities that we can all relate to. And in the end, he lets that good driving force, like you said, win out, which is like the whole lesson of Star Wars, was my point. Okay, but when I see Luke, I just see this, someone who's super impatient. I have a lot of patience. So for me, I'm just like, shut up and just do it. You went to the planet. Yeah. You sunk your plane. (laughs) And you already have seen that you can do these amazing things. Just lift the dang plane up. But like, that's him being a kid. I mean, in Return of the Jedi, it's not like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, you completely dismiss Luke in every single film except for Return of the Jedi. Like, anytime no, I don't any criticism, Jedi. any any criticism that's raised against Luke, you're always like, no. yeah, but in Return of the Jedi, and it's like, no, yeah, but I'd like say, my point there, in, my point is that he starts as this whiny kid yeah. and he matures into an adult. Yeah. He's living the lesson that you were saying yeah. that it's okay to be mad. Yeah, but I don't have to I like think, him. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just I saying, think like, what Eric is saying is that we will not win. By destroying what we hate, but by, by saving, saving what we, what we love. love. <laughs> I mean, that's, sure. what, that's, yeah. that's, that's actually what you said was the... Rose's quote is the true lesson of is, Yeah, it's exactly what you said. It's not by, you, by giving in to hate and you, using hate to drive you. That's not what is going to allow you to succeed. It's by saving what you You're love. You're right. You can yeah. save, but sometimes you have to save what you love by killing the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Sometimes yeah. you got to take him yeah. out. He's saying more nuanced. One thing I've seen, um, speaking of that scene, completely going off, because I don't know if we'll, if we'll ever end up covering this scene again at any point, but that they should have done a little bit more in emphasizing that Finn, like, slamming into that thing, because he was already, like, melting down and stuff, mm-hmm. it would have done absolutely nothing to it. That you would have, it would have just, like, continued to fire. That yeah. he, it was a suicide run because he felt like he had to, like, prove mm-hmm. that he was a rebel. Yeah. And that it wouldn't have done anything, but it would have made him feel. You know, like I was actually thinking death. next episode we could do how would you rewrite Star Wars? 
what scenes would you rewrite? Mm, so I've got like, lots of ideas. Yeah, like yeah. Next time we can talk about that. Okay. So, All right, on to our main topic. Main topic. Okay. So we are going Today's to talk. Topic. We're going to. I got this. I got this. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I got I'll this. just leave right. that. What are our hopes for episode nine? We've still got like a little more than a year. Yeah. Before the next movie comes out. What are we hoping to see out of episode nine? So let's start with overall plot. Yeah. All right. First off, how do you want the conflict between the resistance and the first order to end? All right. For me, unless you want to go first. Well, what, here's the thing. We, we've got to look at the, like the current political climate of sure. the galaxy. You've got the Republic seems to be in chaos they're well they're taking over i mean the, the first order is sort of moving in and they're yeah like the opening crawl said they have basically taken over yeah so i i'm assuming there's going to be some sort of time jump yes so i would assume because they've only got like five people left in the in this brand new rebellion <laughs> that the they've first go, order they gotta go recruit yeah that the first order is kind of risen up and you have kylo as kind of the new emperor yeah um, so can you resolve that entire conflict entirely in a single movie? Um, so here's how I see it. They've been planting the seeds of Hux and Kylo Ren kind of hating each other this whole time. Mm-hmm. I think eventually it's going to end in that kind of cliche, like the bad guys are fighting each other. Are and we that's why see... they lose. So like Kylo Ren is Saruman. And Hux's worm tongue is going to just going to stab him in the back. It's, you haven't probably watched enough of the extended edition. You haven't watched enough of the extended edition. Yeah. Um. No. In the in the movies, worm t- worm tongue ends up stabbing Saruman in the back and killing him. Oh, okay. And then in the book, that same thing happens, but like at the very very end of the entire book series so okay. um but kind of that I mean, yeah I, I don't know it'd be like that like blatant of like well i stabbed him but yeah. it'll be like just this well two things one that like the dysfunctional relationship there is going to cause the first order to lose when they should have won mm-hmm. and two kylo ren's just rage will be like because he just wants to burn everything right that's kind of yeah. where he's at right now mm-hmm. um that's going to cause him to make missteps that again, should have been made. Like there's no reason for the first order to lose. Yeah. But these are going to cause the rebellion to find a way to, to yeah. bring him down. Okay. This kind of self-destructive thing. It won't be like the other movies where like the rebellion one, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it'll yeah. be this fall on their own. I don't know. I think no matter how it ends, those two will be dead and it will be the, Oh, the rebellion one. Well, the win. That's what I mean. But not but like, but not like in a, but not like in a battle. That's like. But technically, they wouldn't have won because someone else would have taken over the reins. Oh, you're, you're saying after Return of the Jedi? No, I'm or saying you're that saying it in both cases. In nine, yeah. In nine. So just because you yeah. blew up the two people, head people in charge, right? You don't think someone's... I mean, you would have a long way to go, and mm-hmm. I don't know if. Yeah. They're going to leave it with that or just as a, oh, look, it's all we won. Or the rebellion has mm-hmm. inspired all the peoples in all the planets to rise up against their local garrisons of the First Order. 
Yeah. I think that's and they they the wouldn't they wouldn't be able hey. to yeah. rule them. Oh hey, here you go. Yeah. Everybody we, rises up. All we once. just blew yeah. up their planet killer, and y'all didn't rise up then. Yeah. yeah, I hope they don't have another planet killer. They, I can't I, imagine they no. would. They beat that thing into the ground. It'll be um, they'll they'll introduce back into the canon the Sun Crusher, <laughs> which is a ship that's able to <laughs> blow up a sun. Yeah. God, the the implications no, of that. Here's the thing. Star Wars has, in all of the expanded universe, there are hundreds of planet destroyers slash yeah. sun destroyers slash solar system destroyers. I hope that they don't bring back some sort of super weapon. Well, here's but, the thing. To make the ring theory complete, yeah. the government would have to start looking like something you see in Phantom Menace so that you can start the story over again. That's how yeah. great sagas usually go. You just have to have, like, put a Republican. They'll be like, I have a good idea. Let's just make a galactic Senate that has uh, these members. And, has, and, then there's a, and there's a chancellor. Yeah. And then we, we need a trade federation. <laughs> <laughs> That's this, how it needs to end. Like, oh, man, there's a trade dispute on this yeah. one planet about tariffs. So let's go uh, yeah. send a couple of Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, and these that's where the two, movie ends. These two volunteer, <laughs> yeah. end of movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, how do you want the Force resolved? So, like, are we talking, like, a new Jedi Order once presumably Kylo Ren is dead? Or are we talking no Jedi or a new kind of Jedi? I like the idea of individual Jedi off, like, training their own people without any centralized Yeah. Force. There's no, like, dogma that's, like... Yeah. But wouldn't that create a bunch of warring factions. Maybe, but here's the deal with the Force is um, you're either going to follow a good path or you're either going to follow a bad path. So warring factions, possibly, but what yeah. I'm, for me, I think they need to do something different because people are just born sensitive to it. Yeah. And right. if they, you know, it's not like they can say, oh, no more Jedis because it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they'll even talk about making any type of Jedi order because like at the end of uh, six, they didn't, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if they decide to move the movies past that, then they might yeah. talk. Well, about I mean, when you yeah. dying, he tells Luke to pass on what mm -hmm. he's learned. Yeah. yeah and that's what sort but, of made people go, Oh, he's going to start a Jedi Academy. Yes. Yeah. But I think what I would just want to see is just some form of a new nuanced view of the force like people can be good and bad like some recognition there because they put so much work into like kylo ren having good and bad parts of him and ray having good and bad parts of her yeah they've done this whole yin yang thing with them that i don't see how they couldn't end it with just at least some sort of recognition that yeah people can get angry and you can't just stifle that by saying don't get angry yeah but at the same time i've there's always been this thing in in fandom of the gray Jedi yeah. who use the light side and the dark side, which always felt like a cop out so that people could like write their own little Mary Sue's who yeah. like, oh, I'm a good guy, but I get to use force lightning because I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and so like, I hope it's not something like that where they're like, no. you know what? There's not really any such thing as good or bad. And you're like, but blowing up planets is like definitely yeah, bad. I'm not right? saying that like you know? there's like no morality. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you're just recognizing the human condition. Yeah. 
Because that's what the original Jedi and the prequels did not do. Yeah. They're just like, just don't feel. You will follow this original Just don't feel. Yeah. And even in the old trilogy, they're like, Luke, just don't feel. Kill your father. Yeah. Just kill him. That's all you can do. Mm. (laughs) Um, Are there any planets you guys want to see in episode nine? Tatooine. Can we please go back to Tatooine? We haven't been to Tatooine in so long. Actually, the way that, like, the hero's journey will work, they might go back to Jakku because... Yeah. For that reason. Like, Rey coming back to Jakku as this, like, fully formed Jedi. Yeah. Because that's what yeah. Luke did in Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. Yeah. But I don't want to see Jakku. I don't care about Jakku. Yeah. I also, for some reason, no. can't stand desert atmospheres. Like, as a person, when yeah. I see, like, the desert, like, on TV or something. must have been so horrified for I'm me like, going off to Bahrain. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, I can't stand that. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In... The Star Wars Aftermath books, um, which we've talked about here on the podcast a ton, um, you had the big, huge Battle of Jakku, mm-hmm. which ended up co- having all, causing all those you know, Star Destroyers laying around. And it was revealed that the Emperor had basically been setting up this secret lab on Jakku, where he had been like figuring out basically what to do as his like big, huge... I was about to say his final solution, but it had nothing to do with <laughs> with concentration camps. But basically, it was like for like how to move the empire off to like go exploring the um, the uh, unknown areas of space. So I could see them going back to Jakku because like that's where the first order was kind of born. Yeah, and like needing to go into one of these facilities to like, yeah. you know, retrieve this information that would destroy the first order once and for all. So if they needed to go back to Jakku, I wouldn't mind it if it was, you know, maybe there's a scene like where Ray actually finds the graves of her parents. Yeah, and she's like made peace with the fact that yeah they were crap, mm-hmm. and so she just like. It's kind of it's like a tender moment. She's kind of like, and she like, like digs up their bodies, and inside the caskets is just a bunch of empty beer cans. <laughs> I don't think she should ever find them. No, no, no I. It's, the whole point is she needs to forge herself as. So actually, that wouldn't be too bad. A final scene, right? Is her like standing at her parents' graves and being like, "I'm gonna be me, boo." Yeah, so, I gotta do me. This is my new Jedi Padawan. Uh, the one planet I do actually really need to see. BB-8. So BB-8's a, her new pad one. This is a need. <laughs> a little lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is the need. Is I need to see Coruscant. Because that's like the main... You want to see what's happened to it. That's like the main yeah. hub of the universe. Yeah. And... But if you go back and look at the original trilogy, they spent all their time out in the middle of nowhere. We never, never actually saw what... Yeah. Normal life for normal but people like, was, but now we know yeah. what it's like because the prequels. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just need to see some semblance of the prequels in yeah. Episode Nine. So we've seen so far in the new trilogy, we've seen a desert planet, we've seen a foresty planet, mm-hmm. and we've seen a salt planet. Salt planet, <laughs> which kind of kind of is a snow planet. Yeah. Are there any planets that we're missing from like? The original trilogy, as far as like environments, like cloud planet, cloud, yeah, swamp, swamp planet. Um, it's kind of yeah. So there's, but like 
Well, it'd be nice to see some planets with environments that we've not seen in Star Wars before. Like just a waterfall planet. It's just all waterfalls all, all the time. All waterfalls. <laughs> and they just cycle into each other. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like in circles. <laughs> Physics doesn't really work waterfalls. here. Because, yeah. well, and even they make it seem like, in a way, the planet that Luke was on is... Like there's an island in... That's it. <laughs> One island in just ocean. Yeah. yeah. Which... Let me explain to you what would happen to an island on a planet that was pure ocean. It wouldn't exist for very long right. because the monumental waves that would be formed. But that's where the first Jedi were, so surely the Force protects that island. Yeah. So I'm sure. I, I'm sure the whole place is like Earth Sea, where it's just like just tons of little little it, islands all over the place. But you know, it really doesn't matter to me. Like I'll take any planet. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there a planet that we've seen before that you want them to go back to? No, I'm good. <laughs> you good? Uh, I would like to say like Tokadana, not Tokanata, Tokadana, the Ta- planet Takodana, Takodana, the Ta-ka-dana. planet that Maz is from. Takodana. I like Maz, and I'd like to see her whole little place rebuilt because I feel, as a historian, despite the fact that it's not a real place, I feel really, really bad that this place that's like thousands of years old got destroyed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Because you know that Maz didn't move into that place when it was brand new. Like, that thing is multiple thousands of years old. <laughs> and I felt, like, terrible seeing it destroyed. I was like, no, so much history. Yeah. But you, so, felt, but you felt nothing for Alderaan. <laughs> no, no. Alderaan sucks. <laughs> Actually, Alderaan's pretty pretty. That's they really should have. When we do the rewrite episode, I'll mention this, but they needed to like have like entire movies placed on Alderaan, so you actually felt something when you see it explode. Well, the audio. We'll discuss this, but the okay. audio drama of um, that they that NPR made that they where they got most of the cast to like do it. This is back in the seventies. They yeah. did a whole audio play of it. Um, actually, had like three or four scenes on Alderaan with Princess Leia before everything mm-hmm. goes down. So. Dang. We actually got to see Alderaan in audio form. And so you actually <laughs> did give a damn when you actually saw. Speaking of scenes, blown up. are there certain scenes you envision? Here's mine. Okay. Yeah. The movie opens up. All right. Two knights of Ren are like walking in this hangar. Yeah. And then this hangar door opens up and you see Ray, same stance as Darth Maul. Yeah. Double-sided lightsaber. Yeah. Just to complete the ring theory. Yeah. You know, and I love that because it's episode one, two, double-sided, episode nine, two-sided, book-ending movies. And she just, like, wastes these two. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, and she's like, yeah, like, and because you also also have to see Rey as this, like, fully-formed Jedi. Yeah, because this takes place, like, five years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like, she's, like, learning some things. Yeah. Um, I just want to see that scene replicated. That would be that would actually be kind of cool, and it's and it's flipping the script because it's yeah. too evil against the good. Yeah, and then that scene happens, and then cut to Finn and Poe making out. Yes. yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And they're like, I just, finally. Uh, I don't even need. I want one of them. I know it won't probably happen, but I want one of them to declare their love for the other one, or just yeah. do a quick a big embrace because yeah. they almost yeah. die or something. Yeah. Poe's like, I love you, Finn. And Finn's like, I know. Uh, cool, but like, me and Rose are kind of a thing. And then Poe's like, I'm like, very I, sad. I was just kidding. I mean, I just, uh, it was just. Uh, just uh, it was, get it? Get it? I almost had you there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want 
<laughs> I want Kylo's head chopped off. I really do. Yeah. I hate him. No, I think he's going to kill himself somehow. Like in his, like in his like, run or like, like I'm talking because he can't be redeemed. We've gone over that. Yeah. Um, we'll get to this cause we're going to go into character arcs, but, yeah. um, any other like scenes you want to see? It's like, like all the force ghosts at the end of like no. every Jedi. I'm not um, a big fan of the force. I want to, I wouldn't mind seeing Anakin show up to talk to yeah. um, Kylo Ren and being like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. <laughs> but it Why wouldn't matter. Because carrying around my helmet. It wouldn't matter because Kylo Ren doesn't even you? care about being Vader anymore, though. I know, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't necessarily matter. And what really does Anakin have a leg to stand on? I'm sorry I killed a whole bunch of babies, but at the very end, I turned kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Really? At does the very end, he was there? like, sorry. Yeah. 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 I blew up yeah. a planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, is there any way you guys want to see the ninth movie tie all the trilogies together? So, like, I've been talking about how I want to see some, like, actual prequel stuff in it. Like, maybe see Hayden Christensen as, of course, Ghost. Um, like, interacting, not in the same way, like, you see him. So, at the very, very, very it. end, you zoom out, and it shows all these kids sitting around a campfire. And Jar Jar Binks is like, no, okay, no, so here's no, so that's no, what's no. happened. No. <laughs> or it just ends with a couple of Nemodians being like, we should start up a trade federation. <laughs> see, it's really funny because I know all the same racist stereotypes yeah. that you see in the prequels. Yeah. That's what they need more of: racist stereotypes. Yeah, why, why aren't there more racist stereotypes? Yeah, no. Maybe it's because they didn't ask George Lucas his opinion. <laughs> yeah. I just like the thing is when it comes to movies, whether it's say a superhero movie or mm-hmm. I'm really good at not going in with expectations. Yeah. So for me, there's nothing I I just want to see what movie they give me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll be like, yeah, that was horrible, or yeah, 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 that was good. Which is why you can enjoy the Last Jedi. Yeah. Because yeah. other people demanded certain things to see Luke do all these like checklist things. Yeah. And it's like just watch the movie they're giving you. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like for me. Like, going into, like, Solo, I was like, I expect to be entertained. And then at the end, I was like, I was entertained. I guess they did their job. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's been with me for Star- for the Star Wars movies, too. It's like, I expect The Last Jedi to be a really good movie. I didn't expect Han Solo to be a really good movie. I wanted it to be okay. I wanted to enjoy it. I went back and saw it a second time, and I'm probably going to see it a couple more times. But with, like, The Last Jedi, I'm like, I expect this to be a good movie. But I didn't really have any other expectations mm-hmm. beyond that. And yeah. so then when I walked out of the, the movie theater, my brain was kind of not working because I was like, did they really just, like, they just... There was go- a lot to di- digest. Yeah, exactly. It was- and so at the... And then I was like, you know, after digesting and seeing another time, I'm like, no, this is really, yeah, really good. Yeah, you can't really come out of it being like, yep, they did all these things right. I understand everything they said. Yeah. Like, no, you gotta really get into it. And Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I trust J.J. Abrams to tie it all together. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. Oh, what I'm really excited for is, actually, I consider The Force Awakens to be the best shot movie. Yeah. Like, camera-wise uh-huh. and visually, um, with the special effects and everything. Yeah. So I think that's good because J.J. Abrams excels at that. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good for nine. Because I actually, I don't, I feel like the, sh- the the shots in Last Jedi were subpar. They didn't do anything for me. 
all the character and story didn't great. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is maybe besides great. Well, and like, the whole David Lynch sequence of Ray's vision inside the, yeah, the yeah. cave. Like, That's good. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the whole movie and shot and how, and how it flows to yeah. uh, the, the flow in Force Awakens is much better than the yeah. flow in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, now let's go into real quick. We'll try to just do some character arcs, just kind of where we see where we want to see each character and their story. Yeah. So and then do they mirror other characters in Star Wars and should they? So we'll start with Rey. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts out as a lonely scavenger just waiting for her parents. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to having this complex relationship with Kylo Ren um, and ultimately shutting off that relationship at the end. Yeah. And then dealing with the fact that she really is a nobody. Yeah. Um, but kind of accepting it. Where does she go from there? Um, does she accept the mantle as Last Jedi? I mean, that seems pretty clear. Yeah. She takes the books. Yeah, she definitely did. And then, um, and like to teach other people. So, like, I, I do ex- kind of expect to see her as, like... She it, has to have her own version of the Knights of Ren, basically. Yeah. Like, the Knights of Rey. Yeah, if she kind of, like, showed up with, like, this mm-hmm. whole, like, team of Jedi. And then you got to see our first lightsaber battle where it's, like... Multiple. Lightsabers mm-hmm. versus lightsabers. Right. Yeah. Would be really, really amazing. It'd be epic. And a, and a good way to end the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Of this epic, like, all the lightsabers battle. Just all the lightsabers. All of them. All different colors. Yeah. <laughs> all what? different shapes and sizes. Some shaped like toads. <laughs> <laughs> My big thing is I don't want her to end up with anyone. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I, I just feel it yeah. takes her... Everything that she's been doing, a lot of it feels like inside of her anyway. It's been a very solo... Yeah. Type of. Yeah. She does have, she, she gets Character pretty art. close with Finn in Force Awakens. But yeah, I feel like more not, as a friend. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's I don't, much more I don't need them to be together. Right. Like, and yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like it would be much more impactful if she's just her by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Her own woman. Yeah. And it would tie it back to how it ended for Luke. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't with anyone. He was right. just. Actually, so there was, like, this script that was leaked that they all thought was uh, Colin Trevorrow's, whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, and his idea, like, it's it's rumor, but, like, it's, like, pretty strongly thought that it's his. Um, what he was going to do was a five-year time jump. Ray will already have had a baby. <laughs> and then Kylo Ren is, a, is, is seen as a really good leader of the whole galaxy. And that's, and he's like, and that's this is a pretty great guy. And that's what they were going to start with. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that would have been horrible because, yeah, Ray having a child, like, what? Like, like you're busy, like, like trying to, like... The whole point of her character is to avoid those cliches mm-hmm. that you see that they all... They, like, they only use women for, like, children or romantic stories. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, the only plot device they, they do for women in, in most shows is, and then she's pregnant. What? <gasps> no! With your baby, yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, okay, so yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't want to see her mirror Luke, though. Like, it's got to be different. Um, yeah. So, like, Luke has the same kind of story. He's, he's, he's lonely on the planet. He has this complex relationship with Vader, and he has to deal with the fact that Vader's his father. So the same kind of parent mm-hmm. dealings. Yeah. Ultimately, he redeems Vader 
they've already shown Ray ain't redeeming Kylo Ren. No. So how does their story end? Here's the thing. I, for some, just based off something that Mark said earlier, is I think, and you too, that he will turn against, uh, I don't know, the general dude. Hux. Yeah. Yeah. He will turn against him, maybe even to save her, but it will end him with him dying. So yeah. he'll have that little bit of redemption. It'll be a personal thing. Well, because he's a good guy. No. Yeah. Because he really did say, like, you're nothing but not to me. Yeah. Right. And the thing yeah. is, I think there'll be <laughs> some little bit of redemption in that sense. Yeah. Um, and, but I don't know. It, to me, it seemed, I wish he would just go down fighting. But I think they're going to want That's him. That's cliche, though. No, because not not the cliche, for a villain they've brought, built up over three films. Yeah, they've never just had the villain die in battle. Because here's the deal: they're going to want him to have that hint of redemption. He yeah. is sorry. See, he saved Ray, and I'm just like, no. This mother is freaking pissed. Yeah, and he want to burn everything down, and he want to be a total jerk. Yeah. so let him die that way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, okay, but I think, so I think it will page. be the uh, other way. Yeah. yeah, what they probably do. Um, yeah, the only thing I would want to see with Kylo Ren is they've they've been really um, hammering in this whole guilt about him killing his father. Yeah. Um, his last scene in the movie was him picking up the dice as it faded in his hand. Um, and yeah. Luke saying to him, like, your father will always be with you. So I wonder if that part is going to be taken and kind of expanded upon. Like, is he still going to feel guilty about yeah. killing his father? I wonder if his mother dies in the movie. Yeah. yeah. If that will play a part. Yeah, so we can go ahead and talk about that now. What will they do with Leia? I wish they didn't bring well, her on. I know. <laughs> they're, they're they said they've got just a had a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Open, up, open up the movie at the funeral. Like, yeah. I don't know why they have to have all this footage. I would actually love to... I don't, know, I don't remember if I said this last time we talked about this scene, but I would actually love to be the writer who is in charge of assembling a scene based on words are like phrases already said by Carrie Fisher in the movie where you have to be like, okay, like this is a completely different thing. And like making sure that it matches with whatever costume it is she was wearing at the moment. Mm -hmm. It has to be a costume that we've seen before because they're not going to have, they're probably just like small little bits of scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be like brand new costuming. So like, why is she wearing this, these clothes (laughs) she was wearing back in, you know, the force awakens and you can't like cut between different scenes that she was mm-hmm. in to build a scene because of her costumes and stuff like that. Yeah. So having to be the person to like assemble a brand new scene based around her stuff would be a really entertaining challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, I'm sure she'll have yeah. a couple of scenes and then I, I'm sure it's going to be something which is disappointing, but I'm sure it's going to be this. something like you're going to say they'll, they'll go away and they'll, somebody's going to be like C3P will be like, I'm afraid General Leah has died. Oh, dear. And then, like, it has yeah. a funeral. That's what's going to happen. Or worse, they like, hey, I heard Leia's in that ship over there. And then you see it explode. Yeah. Like, you're like, why can't she use Mary Poppins' powers again? The thing is, is they already ended her, her story arc, I think, in Last Jedi. Yeah. Because she passed on leadership to Poe. Yeah. So you don't actually have a use for her. Yeah. Unless you had, unless like her scene that's missing is like her like talking to Poe, maybe advising where she's him. like yeah, advising him, like yeah. this is what it takes to be a leader. I'm helping you out. I, mean, I feel like I've already gotten that out of last year, that though. Yeah, I don't feel like I need that. But just to have her around, yeah. For all we know, here's the thing though: 
for all we know, because it's a jump in the future, she will be dead. And a lot these scenes that they're doing could be flashbacks, flashbacks. Yeah. to yeah. Poe remembering, oh, when she told me this. Yeah, when she yeah. Told me so that. the movie would act kind of like as a in-memoriam kind of yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. That I think I could be. I can accept that. that. We could. They could make all of episode nine just a clip show. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> remember that zany, that zany time where yeah. we ended up getting into all that trouble on Canto Bite? Flashback. <laughs> They're all talking around at the table. Yeah, in the movie. <laughs> no, no. They all end up stuck in a walk-in freezer, and to keep themselves. Awake and alert so they don't pass out and get hypothermia. They have to share stories about the previous stuff that they did. Oh, God. Um. But even even with that, it could be something like that. Like if they have a funeral, they could yeah. be remembering just bits and pieces of Yeah, like you show like Kylo being like very serious and like... Well, not him. He's dead. Or not, Ky- or, not Kylo. Um, you see Poe and he's like looking yeah. very serious. And then like there's a flashback scene right. of her like telling him something. And then you've got... Like it could be something Finn, very Finn, he's got, like, a flat, and he's thinking that he has a flashback scene yeah. of, like, Leia talking to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or even somehow um, having the Force being used to... Yeah. To remember, like, yeah. things from even back... Yeah. ...before she was born, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they have flashbacks of... You know, the egg growing in the womb. No, yeah. not her. I'm talking about yeah. when before uh, <laughs> Ray was born, like yeah. from the first ones, like yeah. if she's yeah. in touch with the force. Yeah. She could see these things and yeah. that's what it would be. Maybe. Um, so I did have an observation about Kylo Ren's journey yeah. um, in relation to Luke. And it yeah. might tell us what's going to happen in the next one. Um so I, I noticed that Luke and Kylo Ren have the complete reverse journeys. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, one, when Luke goes into the cave on Dagobah, he saw his biggest fear, that he was going to be like Darth Vader. Yeah. He saw himself as Darth Vader. When Rey reads Kylo Ren's mind, it was revealed that his biggest fear was that he wasn't going to be like Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two, Luke is told that to complete his training, he must kill his father, to which he does not do. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is told that to complete his training, he must kill his father, to which he does. And then also Luke's like, I'm going to kill this kid. Because <laughs> he had weird dreams. <laughs> We've gone over this. Go to the last episode and you'll see. I'm not going to talk about it right now. We're running I can't spooky time. dreams. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Three, the emperor goads Luke into taking his weapon and striking him down while sitting in his throne. Yeah. He attempts to, but is stopped by Vader. Ultimately, he refuses anyways. Mm-hmm. Snoke goads Kylo Ren into taking uh, his weapon and striking down Rey. He fakes the attempts and succeeds in killing Snoke by igniting the lightsaber while Snoke is sitting in his throne. So kind of a, kind of a visually, it's the same scene. So because Kylo and Luke share these, this whole thing, yeah. Kylo is going to end up in exile on Korriban instead the of Sith, the Sith homeworld, <laughs> the original Sith homeworld. And then, I don't know, Watto's grandchild's going to show up and be okay. like, hey, you want to teach me the dark side? <laughs> All right. Four. Almost done. By ultimately refusing to fight the Emperor, Luke remains a Jedi and proves he has overcome his fear. He is not like Vader. Um... By ultimately saving Rey after watching her being tortured, Kylo proves ironically that he is like Vader. 
Because, yeah, Vader sees Luke being tortured, mm-hmm. kills the Emperor. Kylo Ren sees Rey being tortured, kills Snoke. Yeah. Uh, oh, correction, it would actually be the grandchild of Elon Sleeves. I know that would be coming to Corbin yes. playing the dark side. <laughs> To buy some death sticks. Yeah, all, he just comes to Corban to sell some death yeah. sticks. Doesn't even realize. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then finally, by refusing both his master's wishes to kill his father and the emperor's wishes for him to become the heir to Vader, Luke sets out his own path, choosing on his own what's right, but a path that strays to the light and nonviolence. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kylo Ren refuses Rey's wish for him to save the resistance and Snoke's wish for him to become the heir to Vader. Creates its own path, but towards darkness. Mm-hmm. So, it, what's the opposite of where Luke ends his story? Is that where Kylo Ren ends his story? No, I don't think they'll make no. it that way because he would have went all the way to the dark side. I really think they're going to have this one little thing to redeem him that'll yeah. end up killing him. Yeah, kind of like Darth Vader. Darth yes. Vader did this one little thing to redeem himself. Yeah, then there's a whole other mirroring with Anakin that we have to consider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Uh, finally, let's just real quick touch on um, Poe and Finn, where their yeah. journey is going to be. They're in love. Um, they declare their love. And that's it. The end. Uh, no, actually, I think Finn needs a little he bit. He said no. He said no to you. I, I think Finn needs a little bit more growth. I think Poe is there. Um, yeah, Poe doesn't need any more growth. Poe, po is like, you're just going to have him as like a leader. His story yeah. arc was finished yeah. with The Last Jedi. I feel. Finn, I feel like, you know, he's gone from he just wants to get away from the First Order, that's it, yeah. to accepting that he you know, he really does believe in what the Resistance is doing. Yeah, he needs a doing. little more. Um, he needs to become a leader you know himself. What I, you know what I want to see? Um, there's this whole shroud of the First Order over Finn. Like, that's yeah. the main driving force for this character. Yeah. I want to see them bring up his programming, his conditional programming, yeah. and then, like, use that against him somehow. And so, like, order 66, and he's like... Burr, burr, exactly. Burr, burr. Like, and then he has to try to fight what he's, like, think he's, like, like he's conditioned to do, mm-hmm. and ultimately he'll win out, and that is his final stand against the First Order and coming yeah. out from under the thumb of them. Overcoming his programming. Yes, overcoming his conditioning, and that would be a cool element in Star Wars 2 to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like 60, or 66. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be like a final like, contingency of the First Order. It's like yeah. they order all the stormtroopers to kill someone. And they Everybody. Say, they say Order 67. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Poe probably doesn't have much more to do. And then yeah. I, Rose and Hux are side characters, so they don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what... Hux has to die, though. He's he's got. Oh yeah, he's got to be like the, the, in the most like sniveling way possible. Like, he's going to be sitting on the toilet, and then a T Rex <laughs> is going to eat him off the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll be sitting on the toilet, and oddly enough, he'll feel a tap on his shoulder, <laughs> and it's Kylo Ren behind him. Yeah, yeah. I waited till you were done, and then cuts it off. <laughs> no, he's like, you forgot to flush. And then he yeah. puts his head down. And it, yeah. 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 Sin City. City. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's... Yeah. Those are the characters we want to see. Yeah. And then whatnot, so... Okay. So you write the script based off what we said, everyone. Go for it. And turn... JJ, in, go. And turn it into JJ. Go, Bruce, JJ. And he'll film it. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and hit some trivia. Trivia. Who needs it? Time for some trivia, going face to face, going face to face, head on, Gabe and Mark, and show who's the king. Ooh. 
Some say Mark can win, but some say he cannot be gave. He cannot be gave. Each one has a different strength that they bring. Six questions per person are asked about the mother loving Star Wars world. We love. Da -da 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 What's what you can do? Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. Uh oh. All right. So. We're going to be doing two cards today, so 12 questions apiece are yeah, current, because we missed it. You skipped last week. Yeah. The current score, I have 118 points, and Gabe has five points. He's real far <laughs> 116, behind. 116, I'm only two behind. Again, I'm just giving Mark a false sense of security. All right. Who's first? Doesn't matter. Gabe, go first. Fine. Right. Okay. Hit me up. Hit it. We'll me. do six for Gabe, six for me, yeah, six we'll for back Gabe. And forth. Yeah, okay. we'll back All right. Okay. Which two-word insult does Han Solo call the Kanja Club? Which two-word insult? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, these are Force Awakens cards. Uh -huh. Hold on. We, we agreed no Force Awakens. No, we didn't. Damn it. Uh, what two-word insult does this do to the Kanja Club? Um, you can't trust those little... Those little... Slime, little devil, little slime ball, little no, slime balls. No, little freaks. Okay, but I'm on the right track, so I get half. No, no. you don't. <laughs> okay. Which sacred item is stored in the old wooden box Ray finds in the crypt room? The, the lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber, Luke's lightsaber. Which one? It's the same lightsaber. Well, which one are you going to call? Luke's lightsaber. Okay. <laughs> Who is the leader of the Kanja Club? Uh, is it Bali? No, Bali takes the other guy, right? You can't ask so. Mark, or he gets the <laughs> point. Him, I'm working it out. Um, I think the only name I can remember is Balatik, but I think he's the other one. Um, Nefari, Nefargugu. Five, four, Balatik. No, it's Tasu Leech. Tasu Leech. Okay, but you have to get a Force Awakens card. No. What, <gasps> what job does Finn tell Han Solo he had when he lived at the Starkiller base? Yep. According to Lieutenant Mitaka, which kind of ship is the Millennium Falcon? According to who? Lieutenant Mitaka. Who's that? I don't know. Which kind of ship is the Millennium Falcon? Um, a uh, freighter. What kind? Corellian freighter. What model? A YT Corellian freighter. You're right. <laughs> okay. So I missed two, right? No. Yes. You, you still got more. How oh. much does Unkar offer to pay for BB-8 before Ray decides that the droid's not for sale? I'll pay for him. Thirty portions. Sixty is the answer. Oh. No, it's thirty. It's sixty. It's, it's thirty 60, though. But it's sixty. But it's thirty. Except that it's sixty. It's sixty portions. Was that all of them? Yep. All right. Okay, now it's Mark's turn. Yes, it is. It's all six. That's all right. Which species of large vulture-like birds is seen slamming its beak against a piece of shipwreckage on Jakku? I yes! have no idea. Force Awakens guard. A steel pecker. 
<laughs> okay, Han Solo used to think that the magical power of the Force was a bunch of what? Oh. oh come on, that's easy. Oh, no. I know this. I used to think it was a bunch of... Uh, um, a bunch of five old stories. No, mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Who frees a desperate BB-8 from a net while he's being dragged behind a luga beast? Uh, that would be Ray. Okay. Whose shadow is spreading across the galaxy according to Maz Kanata? The. The, four, the first order's okay. shadow is spreading across the galaxy. What garbage at Nima outpost do Ray and Finn use to escape Jakku? <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of cannon does General Hux tell Lieutenant Mitaka to fire at the stolen TIE fighter flown by Poe Dameron? Oh, fire the... I know this one. The turbo cannon? Nope. No, ventral. Ventral cannon. So you got three. Okay. Three plus eighteen is twenty. So you missed three as well, right? I missed two. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Ready, okay. right. Gabe? Or, yeah. Oh wait, you're right. My score should be one sixteen, not one fifteen. Okay. All right, hit me up, pal. What is the name of the small brutish desert tyrant who wants BB-8 for parts? One sixteen. What? Come on, I don't. Nobody cares about your math. Let's. Twenty. Sorry. He asked you a question. Okay, how is it? We're dragging it out. What is the name of the small brutish desert tyrant who wants BB-8 for parts? Unkar Plat. Tito. But so does Unkar Plat. Small brutish. Small. Small. I didn't was listening. It's not fair. No, you weren't. You are. <laughs> exactly what's fair. Who does Ray say Kylo Ren will never be as strong or powerful as? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Who does Maz Kanata refer to as her boyfriend? Uh, Chewbacca. Who gives FN... 2187, his new name, because he's shocked he was never given a real name. Poe Dameron. So in a way, Poe is his father. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he's his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> what are the colors of the two squads of X-Wings that fly with Poe Dameron to the Starkiller base planet? Of the two squads that fly with Poe Dameron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, black and... Oh, wait, they said it. It was, uh, we've lost. It was something weird. Uh huh. Five. Quietly muttering four, is not good podcasting. Three, two, two one. Red. Final answer? Black and red, yeah. Red and blue. Who was the first character Who's mentioned the in The Force squad? Awakens? No. Who was the character mentioned? In The Force Awakens. Uh, Princess Leia. No, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is missing. So you got three. Yeah, no, no, no. Skywalker. Mentioned, not, yeah. not yeah. in the opening crawl. It, yeah, the first character mentioned in the movie. No, no, no. no. I'm saying that, like, mentioned, like, verbally. It no, that's not that. what it said. It didn't say verbally. But that's how I took it. It okay. doesn't matter. Nobody that cares how you matter, took it. Because you that's, a, that's a matter of semantics no. of the question. No, because the very first yeah. character mentioned in the movie... Is the very first okay. two words in the movie? No, after the you know the title. The first character mentioned verbally. No, it didn't when say you verbally. mention something, if you it, mention, it wouldn't say. I can. I don't like this. I don't like it. You got it's, three. It's interesting it's that this term. book here on the shelf here never mentions a single person in the entirety of the book. 
because God. nobody spoke it out loud. I want to redo. Nope. All right. Okay. You ready? Yes, I am. I need you to miss four. How many times does Finn claim Chewbacca almost killed him while he tends to his shoulder wound? Um, twice? Six. Six, okay. Which word does Supreme Leader Snoke use to refer to Rey when he finds out she was able to resist Kylo Ren's powers? Um, oof. I need to watch this movie more. (laughs) Uh, powerful? No, scavenger. Scavenger. What does Captain Phasma ask Finn to hand over for inspection at the Starkiller base? His blaster rifle. Mm-hmm. What does Han Solo think had the millen- Who does Han Solo think had the Millennial Falcon after he lost it? Oh, um... Uh, I... I can't remember the name. Duquesne. Duquesne. Which planet is Ray talking about when she says she didn't know there was this much green in the whole galaxy? Uh, token, Tokadada, Tokanada. I can't remember the name. Like it's Token. You have to say it correctly. No, you don't. You got Tok- it. It's fine. Yeah. Tokadana. Yes, that is right. Tokadana. Tokadana. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. When do the First Order stormtroopers start their exceptional training and programming? Um, from childhood. From the age of five? Okay, birth. So, no. You got two. Oh, my God. We're tied. I I was going easy on you. We're tied. I'm coming back. I'm coming back, baby. Here's the funny thing is I think in the middle of that is where all the forces (laughs) are. I know. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to adjust that. Thank you for listening to our 30th anniversary episode. Yep, we're 30 years old today. Yeah. We've uh, been podcasting for 30 <laughs> years now. One podcast Since I year. was three years old. And, and before you were born. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, next time we will talk about how we would have written Star Wars. Yeah, I've got we're ideas. The, we're the real writers. I've got, I've got big ideas, big plans. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, have a good night or day or whatever. <laughs> have a good time. You, you do you. Stop it, please. Your Snapchat is your weakness. Your faith in your podcast is yours. That's dank. You put a fish in our basket. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot I did that. You owe me an apology. Just hold your breath and see when the time is right.